Kalimera, Kalispera, whatever time you're watching, this is Mappa. Welcome, I'm still. I've got Thasso. And we have a special guest. <laughs> we need a token foreigner on this podcast. We need to have him. <laughs> and we've got him, Kojo from the Three Midfield Podcast. Kojo, welcome to the pod, man. Hey, Dean, brother. I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I, I watch this every now and then when I get the chance. And because um, I've, because of you, I've been, I, I can't watch the games, but I've been keeping up with Omonia's score lines, form, and that. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Well, I'm good. How are you doing? I was all right until you mentioned Omonia, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Wait, what a way to start your day. You fucking know. What have we done to the bus? Jesus. No, I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'm good. And uh, Sasa, how are you doing, man? I'm um, good, man. I'm good as well. I don't know. You can see. But for people who watch on the YouTube, you can see they're a little bit tired. But apart from that, doing great. That's under the eyes. Oh, yeah, you're, exactly. you're an hour ahead in, in Paris. So mm. uh, we're going to keep it as short and sweet for you. So you can get your 40 winks. Yeah, try. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know who Kojo is, Kojo has a very, very outstanding podcast called Free Midfield. Does Premier League reviews, interviews. Give them a follow, Kojo. Tell them where you can or where they can follow you or where they can watch your shows all night, mate. Yeah, through Midfield on basically all your socials. Um, that'll be your Twitters and your Instagram, even TikTok for some reason. Um, and then <laughs> all your audios as well. So your Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube as well. Free Midfield Podcast, where they um interviews, like you said, Premier League reviews. And now we're starting to do a bit, a lot more um, analytical things. So yeah, man, we're about, we're here, and we're doing, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Excellent, mate. Long mate, continue. Long mate, continue. Right, as an Omonia fan, I need to say long mate, continue, and I'm talking about Ayek <laughs> because they look like the only team that can really topple up well this season. And Ayek went to the Magadio Stadium, also known as You've Got No Fans Arena, and got a two-nil victory. Thanks to goals from Farage, who I think should be up there as contender for player of the season. And Pere Bonds. Um, Thasso, pretty shit stadium. Not a yeah. bad game for a Friday evening. Good no. victory for Aek, which they definitely needed, or AEK Larnaca, as, as most would uh, address him as. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Spot on with uh, with, with the general overview. Um, now, Farage has, uh, yeah, has been... Top, top, top player for Ike. He's been. Uh, I, I can see him getting snapped up by one of one of uh, Europe's bigger clubs. Well, I mean, look at that goal. For With goals like that, Ooh. come on! I yeah. love yeah. it. Yeah, the, the the cross was fantastic as well for him to uh, to meet. Was Alice? Yeah, yeah, doing doing very well with that. Um, but yeah, I think he's got to find a new celebration though. Not not a fan of the the shoe. <laughs> not 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 a fan, not a fan. But but well, mate, if he scores he, goals like that every week, I don't think the fans will care. In all fairness, no, I don't. No, I, th I think they'll join in with him. Uh, <laughs> not 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 the, not not other though. You know, obviously, don't want to be shaking uh, shaking the stands too much. Uh, no, <laughs> that stadium. No. But yeah, um, yep, yeah, doing doing great, doing great. Um, kind of Olympiacos had a couple of chances in the game as well a couple of half chances they even hit the post at one point i think this is i think this is the there you go although Did although yeah, get hand to it? yeah but, get hand to it? yeah got a hand to it as well but it was given offside in the end so it is what it is 
Um, but yeah, uh, after that, the kind of the, the, after that, the game kind of dies off a little bit until the uh, until Ajax's second goal goes in and that kind of kickstarts uh, the the game again. Um, but yeah, Olympia, uh, Olympiagos on their end, they're not they're not doing very well, are they? They're uh, they're trying. Try and bless them, but uh, it's not happening. For so patronizing. Them. No, 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 no. But it really Pat isn't happening for them. Like the they they signed that Dumishai on on loan, and he yeah. came on as a sub last week and won him won him the game last week, and then he got injured, and mm. he's got injured to the point where they've actually had to go and sign uh, another striker. Yeah. So now they've got another striker on loan. So there's the, there's the pair of ponds yeah. goal going in there. But yeah, they've it's had to sign. It's though, man, wasn't it? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes, you know, you you make it, you make your own luck. You know, uh, I could just, I could just go for it, and they they need to kind of keep up with uh, what what's happening around them. Especially, you know, you've got Abwell and Bafo keep winning, so they need to keep winning as well. But yeah, like you said, a bit fortuitous. The defending isn't great. I mean, you know, you can see that the defenders. Uh, kind of as soon as the ball goes in, they lose all their markers. Like it's three <laughs> or four. It's three or four free players, three Ajax play, uh, players in the box. So it's uh, it's not great. Well, the no, thing is, Gary has slipped, didn't he? Gary has slipped. Yeah. He would have cut it out, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is this is this is a good chance for Hendrix as well, but it just goes wide. And I think there's a, there's a there's a better view of it as well. It's, it's, it's like this far away from the post. There you go. And then you can see it's a it's almost sneaking in, and it just it just decides not to right at the end. But yeah, um, that's kind of it, really. Um, yeah, except How for did that how did it go in? It, oh, it, no. bounced, it bounced off the inside the bar, so you can see it a bit bit better, a bit slowed down in the in the replay. Joel, yeah. Joel made the good save there, came off his yeah. shin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that reaction save afterwards was, was really good from him. Kept him in the game. Um, but yeah, they uh, Olympiagos really needed the striker, <laughs> and he got yeah. injured. He, yeah. he came in, he got injured. They've got this other guy now that they signed uh, two or three days ago, Petros Yakumis, who's uh, not as prolific as what Dumushai is, but it's somebody I think that they're going to need uh, to get up front. Well, of yeah. course, mate. I mean, they're mm. crikey. They're uh, third from bottom at the moment. Uh, one win in five. And we were saying when um, they brought in the new, or Sergidis, when they brought him in as head coach, that he'd have to shore him up defensively. And the goals that they've conceded, again, at, at the weekend, were similar to the goals that they were conceding before he came in, crosses from out wide. But I reiterate what I said before. Most of Ayak Lanaka's goals this season have come from crosses from out wide. And both goals, crosses from out wide. And they overload the box in the, in the second half more often than not. Mm. Um, so it don't surprise me that they scored goals like that. It don't surprise me that they rode their luck a little bit with those chances. But listen, they're, they're not top because they've been lucky. You know, they've won, what, four out of their last five? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's looking all right for them so far. Kojo, yeah. what did you make of that game, though, or those highlights that you saw? I enjoyed I enjoyed the hair kick firstly. That was a lovely goal. That was, that was a beautiful goal for in my opinion. Um the defending on the other hand, it's like watching 
but from the team that lost uh, Olympiacos, it's like watching four Tyrone Mings just all together. <laughs> don't. I'm a Villa fan as well, so don't. Don't. Even, <laughs> don't. He's. He's. I. 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 I'm well known for going after him on. <laughs> you guys have never spoken <laughs> offline. This is amazing. He's really. I really. Talk after. What, what do you. What do you think? <laughs> Rather not talk after. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? No, you're right, and it looks like um, they look like they're confident going forward. And to be honest, you create your own luck in football, innit? When you're trying to create chances, if you get the luck of the bounce, that's you, you because for the second goal, that deflection can go anywhere. But obviously, we're quick to react to the ball. So, yeah, it's a deserved win. Um, but that Olympiakos side, I mean, if that's how the oh, someone's waking up. If that's how they're defending. Then they're gonna be in trouble. I'll be back. One second. <laughs> no worries, mate. No worries. <laughs> there you go, daddy duties. You gotta love it, man. You've got ah, to yeah. love it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, mate. I I don't know where Olympia got uh, Olympia was go from here now because obviously they started off well with Seki this. Um, but it's almost as if when you've reached a certain stage of the season, especially in Cyprus, when things aren't going your way, it, it just escalates. It's like the snowball effect. And I worry for them. But on the flip side, as we're going to discuss later on, Loxa and um, Agrida are in just as bad uh, uh, form. <laughs> Next game, uh, especially this one for you, Kojo, you're going to like this one. Ael, I got it right this time. They beat Garmiodisa two nil goals from Kevin Miralas and Miliciano. Yeah, Kojo's eyebrows have been raised right there. You can't that's, see him, but his eyebrows are raised. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, yep. Thus, Garmiodisa had a lot of chances first half, and yep. I'm pretty sure that Ogatos, also known as uh, Sofroni, their head coach, will be again having kittens like last week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yeah. There's um, they, they, uh, yeah. They, listen, uh, they, they, they come out, they, they, they came out all guns blazing, and then kind of as the game went on, they kind of uh went kind of dropped off. But it seems to be, uh, I, I'd say it seemed to be because they're all bloody 50, 60 years old on that team, you know. So it's <laughs> probably oh, they're lowering the, the average game. age now. Come on, yeah, come on. Lowering... Oh, no, 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 they, they are lowering the average age. It's just that you know, it's obviously it takes some, uh, you know, if you if you start with the high intensity like they did, then obviously you're gonna kind of uh, drop off as, as the game goes on, and that's kind of what happened, I think, in both halves. Um, Juris had a few chances as well to kind of uh, uh, get, get the game going, but yeah, uh, in the end, it, I think it's uh, it's uh, Mir- yeah, Miralash goes first. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I defensively, you know, they even without uh, Ali- uh not Alison, <laughs> yeah, Muriel, uh, Alison's brother, yeah, Muriel, uh, without him being in goal, uh, they still managed to kind of keep it fairly solid, which means, you know, players like Morales, if your defence is doing their job properly, players like Morales can kind of free roam and do the kind of things he did, like score that goal. Uh, you know, very, very cheeky little flick uh, past past the goalkeeper. 
did a did a good job there. You see, you, you see, like half the Gamiotis defense kind of put their arms up and be like, "Oh, it's offside, it's offside," and, and then kind of you see, and, and <laughs> then you see, <laughs> yeah. Well, when it comes up, you see it in the bottom right hand of the screen. There's two Garmiodis players keeping him on side, but not just a <laughs> little bit on side. So <laughs> <laughs> I like how they took it to VAR as well to put the lines down. It's, it's like, what the hell is the point? <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, again, you know, kind of, I got this first goal then, and uh, things. Things kind of kicked off on their side. I was I was going to talk about knob knob lock in uh, Garmiodis's goal. Knob he wasn't blocking, was he? No, no, no. Like I was going to talk about him being like uh, kind of keeping Garmiodis in the game, and then obviously he does that, to, uh, and uh, the defense ends up conceding the free kick. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! So, yeah, oh, but no. but to not not to defend that crappy defending but there was two balls on the pitch in that <laughs> in that highlight i don't i don't know if you want to go back to it or not but yeah there's, i will there's, actually i don't even notice it myself there's there's, there's two that. balls on the pitch just so we can see the defending as well but yeah there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't realize that <laughs> oh. yeah, stop the game stop the game but anyway, uh, that that back pass was weaker than a pint of Foster's. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you know, obviously, that seemed to have woken that seemed to have woken set up, and they kept attacking down that left hand side. It's yeah. like three yeah. highlights in a row where you've got. He has to score here, though. He has to oh, score. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Come you've on. got three highlights in a row where Selutska crosses the ball in to Dum. Is it Dumbia? Kulibali, uh, I think. Kulibani, because he basically yeah. had four chances, four headers, and he missed all of them. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, wait, that, wait, what? Hold on. It, so you think that's a penalty? No, he he just jumped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. But yeah, um, and then obviously, kind of the the second oh, goal was an injury. It, it's an injury time. Uh, you'd say you know, maybe maybe they were attacking, but now it's just it's nice. crap crap defending, but it's a good finish as well. But yep. yeah, look again the defending. Like if you have a look at the line that this defense is playing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> they were they're not ah. the same. They're not the same two muppets that played him on side earlier, right? Well, no, I no. Think... The... No, yeah. no, this time it was the right back. The other side was the left back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, again. to be fair, it's the 93rd minute and a lot of these players are 40. They're not. They're not. I'm exaggerating. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, there's... there's, there's Garmiodisa, I think, have got the highest average age of a squad in Europe. In I Europe? think, or it's like the third. They're like in. They're like one of the top. Like for teams in the top league, in a country, they're like third or first or second or something like that for wow. for average age. Wow. But that was, but obviously that was before they released. I think they released like two thirty-three year olds, and then they've signed 
um, uh, what's this guy's name? Kukili. Lukili? Kukili? Lukili. He's uh, so he's got plenty of experience for a 27 year old, 28 year old. He's got uh, experience in the Netherlands, Morocco, Germany, Latvia, and Hungary. Okay. But uh, I just, I just, I just like, yeah, he's got plenty of experience. For, for me, though, I like kind of the pictures that they took to kind of announce him. Like you, you can show him like iconic, like Tyrion pictures. He's like sat, <laughs> he's, he's sat in the stand, and you see kind of the. The broken, the broken old knackered chairs around him, and as well they've got the perspex barrier, and they could have at least cleaned the perspex barrier. It's all like got all like water droplets and kind of like gears and stuff that's been splashed on him. It's still on there. It's oh mate. And then and mate. then you've got the column that's kind of in the middle, kind of holding the stand up as well. <laughs> Honestly, like they've got no idea. Honestly, this this is the thing they've got no idea whatsoever. And I sit there, I'm thinking, surely, like you know, when you're doing your your digital photographs, you could even Photoshop these things out. I don't understand yeah. what. Oh, for the love and of like, you, you see him kind of holding the Garmiodis Saskov, and you see like the um, the shape of the roof at the Tyrion, kind of not not anywhere else. People don't really know it, but you can like. The, the roof on the city was quite quite famous in Cyprus for the shape of it. It's very like boom. It looks it looks like it looks like the top of a of, of, of you know like uh, old factories. <laughs> it, just, it looks like that. And then next to it, you've got like this. Uh, you've got like this new building next to it that looks a bit like council housing. It's student housing, but it looks like council housing. So it's stood there like that. And then behind him, it looks like, uh, you know, an old industrial estate from the 70s in England. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, mate. Uh, but, but and yeah. Cyprus. Yeah. So, so that, that so that was that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. The other one is obviously Ael kind of we've been talking about Ael quite a lot, Kojo, because I said that they were gonna come top because they signed players like Miralas, they, they signed Berahino, they signed quite, quite few, like, Yeah, yeah, what that him I can never pronounce his name. They signed uh, Aaron Shibola as well. He was at uh, MK Dons and Villa and, and, and places like that. And I said they were going to come top. And they're struggling to get into the top six, which is yeah. a problem in a 14-team league. Yeah. They sit eighth at the moment. Although, yeah. in their defence, no pun intended, uh, they've got the second best defence in the league. They've only conceded 12 goals this season. So, and, and so, that's probably due to their new head coach. Well, I say new, he's been there for a few months now. Yeah. Um, so, you know. so, players like Miralas and Berahino and players like that are really not doing their job for them. Except, obviously... How, how many have they scored? Uh, how many league goals have they scored in total? Yeah. Well, the, the team itself. Yeah. Uh, 16. It's 20 games. So, so we were talking about old players on Garmiodis' side. I've been calling them OAPFC over the season. Um, on 
IELTS side because they've had loads and loads of injuries. They've been so they've been actually playing young Cypriots in the team, and I was like, where they, where they like seventeen and eighteen year olds kind of starting and coming on coming off the bench? I was like, what the hell is going on here? Because a lot of Cypriot teams, you know, the they, they kind of young young Cypriot players don't show up for Cypriot teams, you know, obviously because they're signing players like Mirage and Perrino. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, they had six, they had six Cypriots on the bench. Um, which you know is, is quite impressive. Uh, yeah, they only had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they only had two more Cypriots, and one of them was Alison's brother. <laughs> yeah, and then Bandeli was uh, was twenty three years old, and Ioannou was seventeen, and they started the game. And then three other players: one was uh, seventeen, the other one was eighteen, another one was twenty, and there was another one. I wasn't able to find any info on him because he didn't even show up on transfer marked. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So they're down to the bed as well, but it means that you've got these players that are showing up now that you know they're kind of trying to force their way into the team now because of the injury crisis that they've got going on, mm. which I think go. is good news. Well, they they need all the luck they can get, but yeah. you know, with the way that the the table is at the moment, they're not a million a million miles away from top six. That being said. Salamina winning games now. I know I've won lost a weekend, which we're going to talk about in just a moment, but I think it's a little bit too late for them yeah. to mount a top six charge. But, yeah. you know, you never know. The way that they, they've been uh, keeping clean sheets, I think it's, what, six clean sheets in the last seven games? So yeah. it's, it's something. It's something. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next game. And... Uh, Blimey, I, I thought they were going to give them a good hammering. And it wasn't that much of a battering, in all fairness. But Buffer beat Roxa three goals to one. Jairo scoring twice. I think that's his 16th and 17th goals of the season. Um, and a goal from Gane in the second half. Uh, it's a Buffer, uh, a vintage Buffer, should I say, uh, So I mean, look, it's, it's oh, what I keep saying about... As you know, vintage as it can get, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this goal was was lovely, but the defending, again, that centre-back, the finished centre-back, he was destroyed all night by Jairo. And yeah. look, he hasn't got 17 goals or 16 league goals for no reason. I mean, he's not a pace merchant. He can finish. He's got great technical ability. And um, the intelligence shows and the experience shows. I mean, this guy played for Sheriff. Um, he's got what it takes, clearly, but... Mate, it could have been six or seven that game, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it could have. It could have. Um, so, I know, I went by a two goal margin. Baffo decided to jump in and to say, like, yeah, we can do that as well. Um, so, I was bit, Gyro's on 16 goals in 18 league games he's played. And I think he's like 10th in the race for the Golden Boot. Well, like the European yeah. goal, the golden yeah. boot. So um, there's there's a whole thing about kind of the league being factored, where, where it's factored and everything. Yeah. But but yeah, he's on 24 points uh, and he's on the same points as Christopher and Cuckoo and Jonathan David. Mm. So, sorry, 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 guys. Yeah. What's the name of this defender? Because I, I want to victimize him more. <laughs> uh, is it, is it Ar 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 Arujo? Ar 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 what is that? What? What is that? 
No, you're right. You're right. Um, Oya, Oyala. Oyala. O-J-A-L-A. Yeah. Okay. 33-year-old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, looks, um, looks like I got one back from my mate. Well, I, I say Ernest wants to claim it, but it was an own goal. But yeah, I'm sure an, Ernest it, will it, say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's an own goal. But yeah. Um, the Against the Champions League probably... winning goalkeeper, mind. Yep. Yeah, they, they dropped their goalkeeper in the port of goal. Yeah, so uh, yeah, oh, look at that. Yeah, took a deflection though. Took a deflection. They, they, they really, they really, uh, they had their chances. Looks, I was just, yeah, they have chances, they, they always have chances. It just seems to be that kind of like that final bit that does them in. You know, yeah. there's there, there was a couple of offside decisions in the league beforehand that kind of uh, did them in. A um, couple of missed opportunities and, and the like. But yeah, um, the defending for Logsa. But as well, for, I just wanted to mention the defending for Baffle is probably what's going to undo any title title charge. The two central Which is defenders. a surprise, isn't it? Which is a yeah. surprise given, you know, we, we keep saying about them, once they go a goal ahead, they don't lose. Yep. Um, yeah, but, so but yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's more to do with the with the, how much work the midfield do. Yeah, true. You know, players like uh, players like Kane, not normally he's not he's not a goal scorer, he's normally the one that kind of sits back, tries to get hold of the ball and kind of feeds it on to your more attacking players like your Heshtad, Gyro, Semedo and the play, and players like that. Um yeah. but yeah. Uh, that Bafos defense is is what's going to be their undoing, if there's anything. Like if they if, if they play if they play better teams and they get past that that solid central midfield that Bafos got, kind of their their central defense especially is is, is there for the taking. I mean, yeah, you saw so. you, you you saw Asante was when 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 he got the chance he was he was running ring well, yeah he was running rings around him. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, they get a lot of bodies behind the ball, Buffer, and I guess that's yeah. what makes them so difficult to break down. But you know, a few weeks ago, I was talking about the goalkeeper Antosh and how suspect he is. Um, you know, Alathabal made some good saves against Voxa, and now I'm, I'm starting to question the two central defenders. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Berg is obviously looking at reinforcements for the summer from now. They can't, I don't think they're going to bring in any players in, in this window anyway, or anymore, at least. Um, but at the same time, defences win titles, as they say. And with the clean sheet record that Abor have and, you know, Ayek scoring goals left, right and centre, Buffalo really, really need to keep up the, the pace. And in all fairness, while they started off the season very, very well, um, that little drop-off in form... Has it November. has it damaged yeah. them? Yeah, has it damaged them too much? It was only a draw and a loss. It was nothing like it wasn't like a monumental fuck up. And there's obviously a lot more time to go. And they're only three points behind Ix, so we can't say that they're not in contention. I could argue that Zaro picking up another injury might hurt them, but when he was out injured before, it didn't really affect them. When you're looking at Heistad, as you mentioned before, how pivotal he's been in terms of creating opportunities and, you know, the two central midfielders, Name and Gane, have been brilliant. The fullbacks seem to be 
improving game on game. But again, it's those two central defenders now that are making silly mistakes here and there. Uh, Kojo, I want you to tell me your thoughts on, on Hen- Henningberg's buffer. I mean, uh, obviously, you don't watch him week in, week out, and you can only go by what you've seen in in this um, in these highlights. But we've always said that as a defensive unit, getting bodies behind the ball, buffer are great. They're great on the counter attack. They've got a lot of pace, a lot of creativity. And once they go a goal ahead against clubs, I don't think they've ever lost us. Or have they ever lost under Berg since going a goal ahead in games? I can't remember them losing. Um, drawing, but not losing. Yeah. No, I... You put me on the spot. Um, I don't think so. They've only lost twice this season. Yeah. And, um, lost, yeah. But there are a lot of draws in that, which is why yeah. they're third in the top three. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's that, that that those two central defenders, like Vida and uh, Biaric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those those two are a little bit suspect, and I mean, you know, Berg was uh, Berg was after a couple of reinforcements um, in January. But they were both attacking reinforcements. So one of them they signed, and it was a player who was training with them anyway. What was his name? Bentancur. Uh, Bentancur, yeah, that's the one. Uh, not that one. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the other one was, uh, what's his name? Monia player. Bruno. Well, they, they were Bruno, talking yeah, about Bruno, Bruno yeah. or, weren't they? But that seems to have yeah. died down now. No. So... Um, the fact uh, maybe maybe because they're talking about not signing, you know, that people aren't talking about them signing defenders. Maybe you could be down your Biarich have decided not gonna not gonna bother with with trying no more. There's nobody to mm. replace us. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe you know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they, they had Valakari on the bench. Uh, Hotscore was on the bench. Abdul Rahimi was on the bench. Uh, players who have played a lot of games this season, I'm guessing that maybe not that Berg took Doxa for mugs or anything, but I think he felt that with the lineup that he had available, that he could, or the squad he had available in terms of fitness and uh, injury suspension, etc., the team that he put out was was good enough, and he could afford to rest Valakari because let's get it right, Valakari has been an ever present for three, four seasons now. Yeah, he's he's. he's uh... Considering his age, he's probably one of the more experienced players in that team as well. Yeah, uh, at least for Baffle. But yeah, he joined. He he joined very very young. Uh, they picked him up. Uh, they picked him up from nowhere, basically, and kind of turned him into this. Turned him into this player that that AK Athens wanted. Um, mm. I don't know if that's still going to happen. With the new contract and everything that he signed, um, but yeah, uh, Valakari has been doing well. I mean, you've got um, uh, Name as well, who went, yep. it went, it went to the World Cup. You've got Kane's doing really well as well. You've, you've got, got a lot. Samedo. Yeah, Samedo. See, see, as long as he doesn't take shots, <laughs> it's fantastic. He's a fantastic player. Just don't, just, just keep him away from the goal. <laughs> Great, it's great. I mean, that run for the second goal, uh, just the p- 
perseverance and the power and just blasted through two or three players. And then, uh, yeah, Hespad had a, had the wherewithal to obviously pass it across the goal to Kane, but mm. he had a relatively simple job compared to what Semedo had done on the wing for him beforehand. So, you know, he's a really good player. Just, just you know, once the ball gets into the penalty box, just step back. Yeah. Let somebody else yeah. take over. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. It's nothing to do with yeah. you. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and an then... AB conversation. See your way out of here. All right. So on Voxas side, there's been a bit yes. a bit of shit housery on Voxas side. Uh, on Monday, they announced that they finished working with Victor Basadra. And I've hired Gostisakas instead. So Basadra was announced on the 13th of January, which means he was in charge for 10 days. That's four more days than the coach before him, which was Lito Vidigal. So since, <laughs> since Cher was sacked, I think, it was just before Christmas he was sacked, yeah. wasn't he? So they had a caretaker manager. Then brought in Lito Vidigal, got rid got rid of him within six days, brought in this Victor Basadra, and they made a big deal about, you know, we're bringing this guy from Spain, he's going to be really good. Uh, mm -hmm. Ten days later, get rid of him, and they've got Gostisaka, <laughs> who was already a coach there between February 2020 and March 21, and then June and December 21. This is Mappa, Rebeska, Rebeska, this is Mappa. And, and the thing is, right, I, I don't see any change in terms of personnel. I don't see any change in terms of system. I feel sorry for, like, Ernest Asante, who, you know, was uh, sent back from his loan at Ajax to come to this team. And even Sadiq didn't even play. Like, I don't know whether he was suspended or injured. And, you know, we keep saying that he's the guy that, that scores the goals from was was Benny even playing? I don't even know. Like, I'll I'll look it up for you. But there's there's a few players as well. Like I keep saying, no sub check, no party. <laughs> he seems to he he seems to do something for them when he's on the pitch. But for some reason, over the last three or four games, he's been on the bench, but he hasn't played. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's going on. Whether there's like a player power thing going on or, or what. I don't. It, it wouldn't surprise me, man. Ben, Benny did play, but he was taken off. He was taken off uh, 65 minutes in. So clearly whatever instructions he was given, he, he weren't doing what he was told. But mm. I don't know. I think the only way is down for that club, unfortunately. But anyway, anyway. Right. Let's move on, man. And uh, oh, God, I have to go through this one. Salamina beat Omonia by two goals to one. Um, Dora Garay, who uh, I called the other day the Walking Dead, gave uh, Salamina the lead. <laughs> Gaguli equalised with a lovely finish. And then Thiago became the thorn in our side again for the second time this season, scoring the winner against us. Uh, should have done better the goalkeeper, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, Thassa, I'm sure you can give a more balanced opinion on this game because... I'm, even now, I'm just so like deflated from this result, from the performance. Um, we had enough chances to win it. 
had enough chances to equalise at the end. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you go for it, mate. Yeah, I mean, so for the last couple of weeks, I've been going, Omonia, back, baby. This is kind of a bit more like uh, Omonia from earlier this season, the back. Um, the uh, kind of the there was a certain amount of drive that wasn't there, at least from from my viewing. So obviously these players they're trying because you know the, the professionals, but it looked it just looked like Nassal. I mean, I wanted it more in the end. Um, you know, so, was, mate, this goal this goal is inexcusable for me. Okay? It, I it, love Nemanja, yeah. right? You yeah. know, I love him, and we message each other from time to time. But as an experienced defender, you can't let him peel off you like that. And look at the head. I mean, he's a great header, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you need to be dealing with that. And letting the left-back, letting their right-back get forward like that as well, it's, it's inexcusable, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I agree with you. Um, the, I mean, the one thing, kind of, you caught, you caught Dorega either walking dead, right? But he's been doing that all season, kind of peeling off the defender kind of at the last moment, waiting for that cross to come in. It's just uh, a lot of the times this season, it's not worked out for him kind of on the finish side of things. So he seems to get into a good position and he seems to do that a lot as well to kind of like just waiting for the last moment and then kind of taking a couple of steps back away from the defender. Um, You know, if your scouts are doing their jobs properly, you'd warn the defenders that he was doing that. It just looks like in my ball watching. I don't, I don't know what, what what went on there, but yeah. Um, but it, I mean, he still had a lot of work to do with the header. So he had a good good direction on the header from Doregaray. But yeah, the defending uh, was 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 a bit shocking. Um, yeah, um, kind of. I'm just I'm just waiting for the equaliser to come up now because I've got. I, right, I want to talk about Bezos. Bezos. I've been calling him Bezos because Bezos saves and all that. Come on. <laughs> Come but on. Yeah, that pass, right, for the goal is, is a really good pass. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on his back. Yeah. I've been on his back for a few weeks because he hasn't really been performing and yeah. There's the will he stay, will he go? Obviously, the, the war in Ukraine has, has upset him quite a lot, which is understandable. But I'll tell you what, he looked like a man possessed the other night. And um, that's yeah. a great reverse ball. And I'll tell you what, Gagul Lee, who many Omonia fans last season were saying, he's not good enough, doesn't get enough goals. Well, that's his seventh of the season. And, yeah. um, you know, for a lad that's 21, 22 years old, come from the academy. But this goal, Francis, that, that this kick. goal, Francis, I love Francis. He and He's I, we have some... Yeah, 100%. And yeah. you know what makes it even worse? The day before, I did a podcast saying that, because he's linked with an MLS club, right? And I said, yeah. you know what? Unfortunately, he's always going to be number two when Fabiana comes back from his injury. And he's done so well this season, keeping clean sheets. He had that game against United. His value's gone up. And then this happens. I mean, I'm sorry. You, you can't, again, you can't excuse it. It's, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. And look at Barker as well. He's like, what the fuck, man? Look. Even Barker like swings his arms in the air. I don't know who he's yelling at. It, it, the, the, the wall, the wall is exactly where it should be. He's placed everybody correctly, and then he's just stood. He, he's just stood in the completely wrong place. So I don't know. I don't know where that where that's come from. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's like a chance 
at like 95th, 96th minute, where uh, there's there's if you've got somebody else other than Discarud on it, I think it's a goal. It's just it's just uh, Mix is a very good player. He's just finishing really isn't his forte. <laughs> well, yeah, but do you know what? Last season, um, I remember a goal against I think it was Bayek, where he's come he's gone around the back of the the fullback. In, yeah. in practically in that same area, and he's volleyed it in from six yards out, and he's good at making those diagonal runs or those those arching runs. But I think the number one, the pass was a little bit behind him, yeah. and he it looks like he slipped at the last moment. Uh, this yeah. is the one, isn't it? Yeah, where the Bezos yeah. again, lovely ball, and here, look, he's he, it looks like, it's like he slips on his standing foot. Yeah, coach has got his head yeah. in his in his hands. <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think if you if your Karim or, or or one of your strikers is on the end of that, that's a goal. But it's it, it's just it's just what it is. The I just want so with with Be with Bezos, I think when he starts when he starts games, he kind of goes missing because I don't think I don't think he's the kind of player to you know to do a press or, or to. No, I think I think he's uh, he's a player you give the ball to to make something happen. Yeah. So I think I think bringing him off the bench to do the stuff that he that he did during that game is what you need to be using him for. He might not yeah, be I happy agree, though, doing but that. The thing is, but the thing is, we didn't bring him in to be an impact sub. This is yeah. the thing. And that's what he's turning out to be. He got the, the winning against Agrida, the last-minute goal. He got the assist. He scored against Doxa at the beginning of the season when he came off the bench. But when you're paying a player like him big wages, because he's on big wage, and with the reputation that he has, having scored for the Ukraine national team, for playing in Belgium, you can't have him coming off the bench to try and you know change a game for you. He needs to be from the start. And when he is from the start, he needs to be front foot. I, I still don't think he... Um, he's grasped the level of football in Cyprus because a lot of players go out there and they really underestimate it. And they either work their bollocks off to get to a certain level or they throw it in. And I'm, I'm still on the fence with this guy. Really am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same, same. He seems to do well when it, it, you know, I keep going back to it. He seems to do well when he, uh, when he comes off the bench. Yeah. Those last 15, 20 minutes he comes on, you know, it turns the game on its head. You know, the passes, the the through balls that are going in, the, the so he's got he's got very the vision on him. He's got very good vision, very good intelligence. But there's I, I don't know if it's a fitness thing. I don't know if like you were saying, it's to do with the war in the Ukraine, the war in Ukraine. Um, but again, you've got you, you you've got your what's his name is in Jeko at Arsenal. Yeah. He's Ukrainian. Uh, he's uh, and he's setting he's setting the the place alight. You know, Chelsea have just signed that eighty odd million pound Mudrik. Yeah, uh, player as well. He, he these these guys are Ukrainians and they seem to be delivering. So the the only the only thing I will say in his defence, we don't know where each of these players' families are in Ukraine. Yeah. Some of them might be out of Ukraine. Some of them might be safe. Some of them might be in regions that aren't yeah. under threat. Uh -huh. Whereas Bezos, his family might be, they might be in Donbass, which is constantly being. So I give him the benefit of that for that. But this goes back to what I said before on, on our pod, on No Choftes, about 
on one ear's recruitment. If you know that a player is coming from a country that is war-torn and he may come with psychological or emotional baggage, why just sign them? I know it sounds really um, unsympathetic and really callous of me to say, but it's a business, man. Football's a business. And the way that things are right now, you can't be forking out three, 400k a year of your budget on players who, who the heads ain't there. At the same time, though, if he wants to leave because he's not getting enough game time, well, then there's yeah, there's the no. fact there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't I don't blame him. But um, Thassel, we've been talking about Salamina since the beginning of the season uh, and how this team got promoted and a lot of people had them down for relegation candidates and they made some very shrewd signings in the summer. Botiak from Omonia, Thiago, obviously, um, various other players. And Bursabal, yeah. again, as we call it, it wasn't quite vintage Bursabal the other night, but no. they were very, very solid. They started with a 3-4-2-1 and off the ball, it was a 5-4-1, try and break us down, especially when they when they went a goal up. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if the next few days, Bursa is, is appointed the manager of, an, of another club because I think he's just so good, man, honestly. He's, he, he really, he, he seems to know how to get specifically this group of players going. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult to gauge, isn't it? Because I've been, I've been saying they could, they could do top six. They could do top six. And as long as they keep, as long as they keep those defenders that they've got, as long as they keep them working as well as they, uh, as they have done, bar a couple of blips here and there, then they can definitely make that top six, especially if Poseidon stays. Um, They're a point know, behind Abolon in six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and if they get into that top six, those players, those players, not just him, but those players as well, they're going to get, they're going to get stuff written about them. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're going to. They've got uh, there's Chico Bantha and uh, and play players like that as well, which uh, people are going to really start taking notice of. Uh, Avoni as well as another one, the central defender. Uh, let's not talk about that bloody real slim shady fucking Melisas, but in goal, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah. He's all right when he wants to be as well. So, you know, really. They're, 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 I, I, I keep saying that they're, they're, uh, they're more surprised. Like we keep talking about Baffo and people were talking about Ari. We'll look at Ari. Salamina as well, I think, has been very surprising because yeah. for a team then, that's just been promoted, they're, they're doing very, very well. Yeah, and they've got a Ghanaian left back, Kojo. Hmm. Richard Afori. Well, there you go. I've, I've, I've noticed that you, you have a lot of Ghanaians playing in the separate leagues. It's, it makes me happy. It makes me happy. <laughs> if, if it's if it's not there, it's either two or three of them thinking at the Premier League that like Baba Raman, or they're doing okay <laughs> in Holland, or um, they're apparently Spanish but turned Ghanaian and score no goals like in like in Williams. You know, so I'm happy to watch people actually flourishing in a, in a good league. And um, if I can quickly speak on Amonia. Yeah. Uh look, I think you won your last four before this game. Obviously, That's so right, you're, yeah. finding, you're finding some form, and um obviously a performance like that is not exactly what you want. And it's kind of from what I obviously like I said, I may be able to watch the games, but from the results I've been seeing, you have like one or two games where you play well and you get the result, and then out of nowhere it goes to it goes to shit straight away. Um 
I don't know if that's a managerial thing or a player's thing. You guys all know better than me, but um, from what I've seen in terms of videos and everything, they look like a good team and they have good players. So there's something lacking in the consistency. You said about Henningberg, that was a former manager, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he, he knows how to set up a team defensively as well. He was a good defender when he was playing. So I'm sure he's passed on that sort of defensive um, knowledge onto the current players that he has at uh, Paphos, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, you know with the, the structure that you get, you said you, they play counter-attacking football quick, they're effective. You know, if that's something that was working with this group of players, whether they're, they're much changed or not, the manager's got to find a way to get these players ticking and continue that form because winning four on the bounce and then having a performance like that is not on. It's just not on. That can't run. Yeah. And from what you're saying as well, with all these teams competing for the top six, new teams coming into the league and performing well, you know, if you if you're not if you're not serious, you go from competing for the top six to a top ten or even less. Yeah. You know, so you know they got to pick up things quickly. The, the thing mm-hmm. is, coach, yeah, right. With um, you see this more and more with Cypriot football, and I'm not just using Omoni as the main example. I'm using Abol on that one, the title. I'm using Abuel as an example, the majority of the, the, the issue doesn't lie with the ability of the players. It's the mentality. And mm. when uh, Ferrara came in at Omoni in October, he said in his first press conference, it's the mentality that needs to change. And this is something that we've been saying about Omoni for a few seasons now. When, the, when we go a goal behind, we struggle to get back into games because the mentality ain't right. You know, mm. other clubs like Abuel, they started the season pretty shit. They changed their head coach and he completely changed the, the mentality, the thought process, everything. And they're winning games. They've only lost one in like 15 or something ridiculous like that. Abolon won the title. They changed their manager before the season even started. They brought another guy in. Three weeks later, he was gone. They brought in another guy. And only now they're starting to pick up form. But again, they lost at the weekend. But... um. Yeah, it's, it's all down to mentality, mate. That's that's effectively what it is. The, the, the ability for most squads is there. I'm sure Thassel will, will agree. You know, most squads are, are very decent. And, you know, if you look at IL, for example, perfect, perfect, another perfect example, a team that started the season really poorly, but yet they've kept seven clean she- uh, six clean sheets in their last seven. They were, they've only lost one in seven, but yet they're still struggling in, in eighth place. But when you bring in a new head coach that can motivate these players you see a massive difference. But unfortunately in Cyprus, a lot of coaches don't get the time, as you know now, <laughs> the docs are sacking four managers this season. You can't get any consistency, any stability. So, um, yeah. That's what, shall we move on to Abuel? Well, before we do, so a couple of things. So now Salamina got no fans. They had no fans. Yes, yes because, that's right. Because of what happened a few weeks back, basically some fans decided to trash a door in because they weren't happy with, uh, with with referees decisions what they didn't know was it was a door to the press press office and there was two people from the press stood behind it and they got injured so because of the vandalism and the injuries uh, that happened Nias Halamina got a fan ban basically that one home game without fans there there were fans there but it's like uh, I think there were only. There's a rule that says it can be old people, older people, and youngsters, and their yeah. parents. Yeah. I don't know, so, like, yeah. yeah, proper yeah. ageism. That <laughs> exactly right. Uh, so that that's the one thing I wanted to mention. Another thing was uh, our, our mate Salali. Https. Uh, 
He came off the bench and made his debut for, for Salamina. And then the, the last thing that happened, so this is on the Ammonia side of things. They, I'll bring it up. Ammonia have been fined uh, for a fan banner, for unsportsmanlike banner uh, unveiled uh, at, uh, at the away game that they had with Baralini. <laughs> So, do, do you want to translate that? Gustaruman, para limit says. So, Gustaruman is like we we like, we love, we fancy para limit says girls girls from Baralimi culture. So, like if you're from, I don't know, how can how can you explain it? Like if you're Greek, you're from Greece. If you're Greece from Greece, you're Greek. If you're from Italy, you're Italian. If you're a female from Baralini, you're a Baralinitsa. But it says we we love or we want these girls. Now, I don't mm. know the full story behind this thing and girls from Baralini. I don't know if the, the tagline is that they're a bit loose or they love to party a little bit or they're just known to be really attractive. I don't know. Um so when I saw this banner, I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, this, this, our fans are the ones that turned up with a banner one time saying, we're pissed off, but we're still here kind of thing. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Omonia, the club, got fined for, for this. <laughs> for the fans saying, we, we like a bit of Baralimnidisis. <laughs> Wait for saying for saying they like women. I don't understand what. Oh, no, yeah, 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 but 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 like exactly, exactly. Because I, I I was trying to figure out what the banner it could have been, and I couldn't see another banner that had that 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 had something you know controversial on. The only one I could think of was was that one. The only one I could see because the yeah. way this the, the way the Dasos Marco Stadium in Baralimni set up, it's like. Two or th- it's four stands. They're all separate. There's no corners, and it's like got... the old Stamford Bridge, Kojo. It's like the old yeah. Stamford Bridge. You know where you could be, where you had the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so they had the one stand behind the goal. It's open with no roof, and kind of it. it it's it's kind of set up like, like uh, that kind of angle. So like, so like you can see everything. So I was I was there looking like no, what what. what could it possibly be, except for we like a bit of baralinidesis? You know, <laughs> it, it don't it don't make no sense. You know, it's like um, I don't know. It's like Liverpool going to play West Ham and then putting up a banner saying we love Essex girls. Like, what's the what's the problem? I mean, like, I mean, I hopefully they wouldn't do that. But I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's wild, man. It's wild. But yeah. see, they, they throw out bands for the most random things in Cyprus. It's, it's weird. It's, it's just weird. I mean, was, it, was, it, was it a heavy fine? Uh, they, don't, they don't reveal that. They don't, they don't reveal them. that unless, oh. unless the club doesn't play, pay it on time. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, okay. basically, if the if the club doesn't pay it within the the time parameters, uh, the the next time that they release all the punishments, uh, right down at the bottom, it says like, um, for instance, I saw the the other week, Garmiotisa, um, 
uh, are going to be deducted three points unless they pay the 3,000 euro fine that they haven't paid within the next 15 days. That kind of thing. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, oh, so that's how much you got fined, kind of, kind of stuff. I like this league. I like this league. Oh, no, there's, there's, there, there's, a, there's another thing coming up. Uh, there's another thing coming up in one of the other games that I'm going to bring up. <laughs> for di- dis- disciplinary purposes that'll make it go I don't don't like this league <laughs> alright I'll tell you what let's move on to Abwell then they um they beat Agrida bottom of the table Agrida two goals to nil Agrida didn't turn out to be a pain in the Agridas for uh, Abwell uh, it's a straight forward victory for them goals from Kvilidaya finally getting on the score sheet in the, in the league for god knows how long and Donis with the second although we need to watch his goal very carefully because he actually scored while he was injured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, One-way traffic, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Agrida's had zero shots. Zero, like, not on target. They had zero shots. It was all, it was all Abuel. Um, just, uh, yeah, we talk about, talk about Kvidaya, right? He's, he's gone from having one goal in 15 games to two goals in 16 now. So let's go. Yeah, get, let's go. He's in there. He did score two in the cup as well uh, in midweek last week. Uh, and he went full gets buyer mode. Like he took his, he took his t-shirt off and started kicking advertising hoardings and yelling at the, uh, yelling at the fans. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I think, I think at one point as well, Kvita Dyer hits the bar with a header. It's the post. He's, uh, but he's had he's he's had things like that happen to him all season. Now, right, this was the penalty. This was the penalty award. Okay, now at the risk of getting slaughtered by Upperwell fans, because this always happens whenever we say something about their club, right? I can see why it was given, but if you're an Agrida player, you must be fuming, man, because I don't think there's much the player could have done. I mean, is it, I mean even... is it even touch? So that yeah, was going see, to be my question. We don't have a reverse angle, unfortunately, to even see. Like, so yeah, I don't know, Kojo. What did you make of that man? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. What did he give for a penalty for? Was it supposed to be handball? Where? Where? Let me bring up again. <laughs> Where? So, I, mean, I mean, this is so. This is what he's seen on his screen as well, right? Right. Which made him give the penalty. Wait, what? You don't know. What just happened? I'm very. Nothing's happened. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can see. I can see why, yeah, I can definitely see why people, uh, people are aggrieved. I've got to apologise to somebody on Twitter because uh, they they were going. They 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 said to me about um, uh, about that penalty decision being a bunch of bunch of crap. Uh, and obviously, I went and uh, I went to go watch it back, and. Kvitaya uh, has been involved in two penalty decisions this season against Akrita. And I went and <laughs> talked about the wrong one. So, <laughs> um, 
So yes, uh, I've got to I've got to apologise to Ioannis Garaulis. Sorry, mate. Um, I looked up the wrong penalty decision. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't tend to get back in your shell, but yeah. Uh, but but yeah. Uh, I mean, Kvitaya, he needed a goal. Uh, he got the two, obviously, in the cup. He needs a, he needed a goal in the league. He got it. So here's, here's, here's the second Here's goal. the second one where he scored while he's injured. Look at him. <laughs> and and kind of the play, nobody's celebrating. Like he, he, you even see the manager kind of put his put his, put his head in his hands, like. <laughs> but you know what? There you go. <laughs> but when you watch it again, right, you see that when the, when the, when the, the second defender clatters him, he absolutely clatters him, but he kind of like jogs. He jogs, he kind of walks, it's, he jogs. Yeah, there you go. Oh, it's, fuck, it's, it's, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Standing on hot coals, mate. <laughs> Good finish, though. Yeah. God, God, give it to him. Fucking so, hell, that is dangerous. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, he should Fuck have got something hell. for that. That should have been a card or something afterwards. So, obviously, the referee did well to play on. But that should have been a card afterwards. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's a problem for Donis because he's got an injury. He's got a record. He's got a record of um, being injured. Like if, if if he didn't have the injury record that he had, he has, then you know he mm. would have been. He would have still been in the Bundesliga. He would have still be playing in Liga. Yeah. But just it just uh, just because of his injuries, it just didn't happen for him. Again, a frame comes off for him and he hits the bar. Yeah. So uh, I think I think that's another thing for Abuel, kind of how. Um, how well equipped they are for this season is that players like a friend with the experience that they've got, I can actually just come off the bench and just take off, uh, kind of pick up where where the the player is replaced, left off. Yeah, because and you you yeah. know you mentioned um, Kvilitaya's goal scoring record. Clearly, that's a concern for Milojevic. Today, they announced the signing of Federico Makeda. A player, Kojo, who you know very, very well from his time at Man United. Now, obviously, he didn't um, set the Greek league on fire, but he's only 31. He's got, he had a pretty decent record, to be fair, up on Athenai Goz, uh, 40 goals in 116 games at a club that really wasn't challenging for anything. Um, he seems to be now the final piece of the jigsaw that Abuel want to mount that title charge or to maintain that title charge because they're only a point behind Dyke at the moment. I mean, I guess the, the repetition he comes with is he's a former main United Panathinaikos footballer who has a decent goal record, so they want him to be the guy. It's, I, Makeda's last stint at his last club was hell. For him, not for me. I mean, me personally, I don't mind. But for him, <laughs> it, it was it was poor. So he's got a lot to prove. But that's that's a bit of pressure. And I, it's not that I don't know if he can handle the pressure. But has he been in that sort of situation where he is the final signing and they say, yeah, you're gonna be the guy to score the goals to win us the league? I don't know. So um, for them, I mean, yeah, name a big name coming in. Um, that would, I guess, come with pedigree. So they're saying, yep, he's going to come in. But they need to hope that he doesn't have anything close to the last um, his last tenure in Turkey because um, it was it was a stinker. It was an absolute stinker. Um, but I'm interested to see how he does. I will keep an I will keep an eye on him because I've been 
he's one of the very few players that that have like a moment in Premier League history that that just go away after and do niche. And I've been kind of keeping an eye on him, see what he's doing. So I'm going to keep an eye on him on this one because if he has another stinker, I'm going to be on this show laughing with you at the fact that <laughs> they've paid big money for someone who's done nothing. So, you know, they better hope that he doesn't have a stinker. Well, the thing yeah. is, for, for Abwa, I guess it's it, it's not really a gamble for him because he's only on loan until the end of the season. Um, mm. But I, I understand he's on big wages. That being said, um, Kavili Dai is the captain, isn't he, Thassa, when when, um, yep. when the Crespo is, is out? So yep. will Makeda start ahead of him? Will he start with him? Will they go two up front? There's lots of questions uh, about this one because clearly Upworld do need another striker. Um, the last fellow they had wasn't very good, <laughs> hence the reason why they released him uh, in January. And they haven't really had a proven goal scorer since when? Ailton? Manduka? <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to think back. But yeah. Soderio? Yeah, Soderio. Would be Soderio. So, yeah, you know... so, yeah uh, they, they haven't <coughs> replaced him over over the time. They Obviously, he's gone and disappeared to Japan now. But yeah, the since since he left up well, there's been a big hole where a striker should be. Um and uh, yeah, the, well, think... they had Joe Garner, they had uh, New Who, you know, they've 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 had tried strikers have stunk the place out, yeah. In fairness, uh, but then yeah. again, what happens to Ilya because Ilya came off the bench the other week against uh, Gabriel and got the winner, he looked yeah. very, very good, but at the same time, you know, one game doesn't he's, really uh, he's also on loan. So I mean, like, if you if you're gonna bleed, if you're talking about bleeding in youngsters, say he's not their youngster, so he's only no. there. He's he's only there to maybe fill for fill up the quotient for uh, for separate players. I don't know, yeah. but um, he's 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 not there to uh, go first team first team. You know, he's he's there to be be there and around. Yeah. Um, yeah. what's so? I only remember Makeda for two goals specifically. One of them in particular. Yeah. <laughs> it's your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, re- I was having a really bad day that day and I was listening to it on the radio. And when he scored, I, I lost my mind. <laughs> I was proper like frothing out the mouth and screaming. And I was like, not a good day for me. And you haven't yeah. liked my entire since. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we, so there's a, there's a couple of things around the game I kind of wanted to mention as well. Sure. So one is uh, is uh, is my my feature of the week is the uh, Akos or Noddy Clock. Oh, yes. Do you want to give Kojo a bit of background on this one? Yeah. So, so have you have you heard of uh, of Onodi Kojo as a player? No. So so basically, he was a third choice goalkeeper at Villa. And he played in the FA Cup against Liverpool when all the Villa players had COVID and they, they had to put the youth team out. And he did really, really well. But obviously, he wasn't ready for the first team football, at least at Premier League level. Uh, so Villa offered him a contract in the summer to kind of stay with him for two or three seasons. But they were going to loan him out, obviously develop him as a player. And somebody told him, 
that uh, if he leaves, he'd probably get first-team football elsewhere. So Agritas have brought him in. And kind of when he joined Agritas, it was a, like left field, completely left field, because he's gone from Aston Villa to a team that had just got promoted to the first division in Cyprus. And a lot of people were saying they were going to go back down straight away. Uh, and his reasoning for it was players like Roland Salai, Attila Jalai, players like that from Hungary as well, like he is, came to Cyprus. And then since then, their careers have skyrocketed. So uh, both like both the Salai and Jalai have played for Hungary as, as internationals. Uh, Salai, I think, is in the Bundesliga. So, uh, is it in, in Turkish league? No, that's Jalai. That's Attila. Jalai, Jalai. Yeah, yeah. Jalai, I think, is in the Bundesliga. And we got MLS. I, I, I can't I, remember. I, I think, but anyway, these they, these players joined, came to Cyprus, and kind of elevated their careers, and they've kind of gone on and done well. So if you, he's, he's used them as examples to join. You're right, Salah is Salah's at Freiburg. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Uh, except. He's come to Agridas and he's third choice goalkeeper. So kind of the first choice goalkeeper, you can understand kind of like the guy that they brought in is very experienced. He's, go, he's, he's come from Greece. He's, he's done all right for them. He's not been great, but he's done all right for them. Second choice has been an absolute, <laughs> absolute joke. Calamity. Yeah. It's been a calamity. I think against Bafoy conceded five. Uh, and four of them were absolute, like, like to the point where we were discussing whether or not somebody bought We've him We've got out. a theory behind that game, though. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a theory. <laughs> and, uh, I, but yeah, so Onodi has gone from being a third-choice Villa keeper to being like, I'm going to play for, I'm going to play first-team football. He's gone to Agritas and he's third-choice. So I've got an I've got a clock going until he actually gets a game if he does get a game. So now he's the clock is at twenty games. <laughs> Plus cup. <laughs> I'm not counting the cup games, but yeah, um, it's not gone well for him. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. How did um, Dubov's son do? Was he on? Was he on the bench again? Oh, he was on the bench, wasn't oh, he? Oh, I think I think he was on the bench he was on the again. Bench. Just, yeah. just to give Kojo and and the new viewers a bit of uh, background here, you got FC Buffer, um, who are in third place at the moment, managed by Henningberg. Their owner is a Latvian Russian called Roman Dubov. Now the team that got promoted, which played Abuel at the weekend, called Agrida, who are also based in Buffer, they have an owner. But the club is allegedly registered to the same company that Dubov owns. Um, so whenever Buffer want to take a player from Agrida or vice versa, the transfer usually occurs within moments. There's no questions asked in that respect. Yeah. And also Roman Dubov's son, who was born in Hastings, if I'm not mistaken, has got a British passport, um, is on the bench for Agrida. Um, so yeah, there's, yeah, no questions asked. Yeah, this is Cyprus. Uh, as well, Bafo have a player uh, who's kind of it, it comes off the bench a lot for him, and he's, he's actually I think he's really really good as well. He's he's like got loads of he's got plenty of assists and a few goals as well. Abdul Rahimi. Abdul Rahimi, yeah. 
Yeah. He's an Agrida player that Bafo got on loan. <laughs> okay, just uh, I, I mean I want to ask a lot of questions, but firstly, the son, the son, is he any good? Like, is he no. actually? Oh no! <laughs> Objectively, no. Maybe he trains well. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Second thing is the league is very much aware of this happening, right? Or they they just turn a blind eye to it because I, I, I think I think it's more like um, a bit of both. There's another person's name on the deeds at Agritas, so in theory, everything's above board. See, you you don't go against certain people because of what they've done for a municipality. So Dubov has done a lot for Buffo, the city, in the sense that there was two clubs in Buffo and they amalgamated, and he's done a lot for the for the city. He's built, he's got involved. I mean, look. Mendieta is on the board at Buffalo. Salgado is on the board at Buffalo. Obviously, Henning Berg is there. Um, in fact, Salgado, who's got his own academy in Dubai, Buffalo are taking that under tours to Dubai to play in this tournament, which has been arranged by Salgado. So there's a lot of uh, politics involved, not just at Buffalo, though, at various clubs in Cyprus. So when something like this happens with this club and that club, it's not, it's not like an unwritten rule that you don't talk about it. But it's like, well, whatever it is, what it is. I mean, it's a talking point. Uh, it's exactly yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's not I mean, like people aren't yelling about it. It's just that's just how it is. Yeah, this is this is what's how it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's let's get it right. There's seven clubs in Cyprus who are linked to a political party, and there are people that could just move players from various clubs. Because it's just normal. It's like the Conservatives owning, well, not owning, but board members having stakes at various football clubs and they just do transfers within each other and they've got certain agents that deal with certain players. And yeah, it's, there's a lot of jiggery-pokery going on. I mean, one of the clubs, which we're going to go into just a bit, Abolo, and their owner gives his good friends with Pini Zahavi. Um, make of that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, the the president of the republic is an Abolon fan. Yes, yes. But it, there's elections next month, uh, and I don't think he, he's not running. He's he? he's not running. No, yeah. he's not running. So, no. so but, there'll be but, there'll be there'll, there'll, there'll be a new there'll be a new favourite. Um, but yeah, from the same so... party. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously a lot of corruption, but I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm, I'm falling in love with this league more and more. I like it. I like the drama. It's, it's entertainment. Oh, 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 oh. I've, got, I've got drama for you. So, so I've got drama for you now that since we've got Abuel and we're talking about Abuelo as well. So um, this, this past week, there was a memorial service for the leader of uh, the revolutionary army not independence army that yeah, Cyprus had in the fifties. Uh, so is Yorgios Rivas, and they had the memorial service for him uh, this week. And the ultras of two right wing te- right wing teams. So obviously, because they're ultras, they're ultra right wing. Got into street fights during the memorial service. So. Bearing in mind that both these teams uh, 
consider this uh, consider this this uh, person to be uh, kind of like the, the the be all and end all for for the the, the, the Enosis movement. Um, in theory, they should be getting along because it's a memorial service for somebody that both teams have the utmost respect for. But for some reason, they all got together and decided to have a street fight. Ah, this, this is, is my pa. This is my pa. This is Cyprus. Welcome to Cyprus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So they ha- this is someone they have a connection to, to, to uh, collectively. Mm. And they decided to go out in the streets and have an MMA fight. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> me up. I, I'm loving this. This is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, if, if Kojo was on the day we were talking about the, the fights between the Abolon fans oh my and Ayel at the city or when they set the stadium on fire, he'd have been loving it even more. <laughs> what episode is that? What episode I'll, is that? I'll send you the link. I'll yeah. send you the link later. Just please. <laughs> It's or, or, when, or when or when or when the Anorthosis fans decided to start chucking stuff at Knoblock. And they threw a Molotov cocktail on the beach. <laughs> yeah, the referee took the players. The referee took the players off the pitch. They did the announcement to be like, uh, "Yeah, please stop throwing stuff on the pitch. We're going to come back out and play again." Now the home <laughs> team were losing two nil. And the whole reason they started throwing stuff on the pitch was because they conceded the second goal. So don't put the players back anyway. Anyway, I'm opening stuff that we've already discussed. Yeah, but, about yeah, but you, 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 you failed to mention that because the referee cancelled the game, right? The home team were awarded a loss of three nil, <laughs> so yep. they could have just carried on playing and got an equal, or got one back, or but they ended up losing three nil. But uh, it, and then it the, was the original also... Apollo. The original yeah. Apollon Isle game, which we spoke about, didn't even take take place. Yeah, and it's counted as a loss for both teams, so <laughs> no one gets any points. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant! It's, I love it. I fucking love it. This is why I love doing this pod, man. <laughs> there's there's always there's always something new. Man. There's always something. Yeah, look in England, all they're worried about is a VAR call. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> we got yeah. England's boring. England's boring. This is where it's at. England's boring. <laughs> What? Uh, two oh, games somebody left, kicked Ramsdale. Ooh. Yeah, two games left. Let's go with Anorthosi. Anorthosi beats uh, Baralimni by a goal to nil. A debut goal by a Spanish striker, Antonin, from the spot. Um, Anorthosi still without a head coach, still struggling, but a win against a Baralimni team who are sinking, unfortunately. But today, Thasso, um, Anorthosi made two more signings, if I'm not mistaken. So yep. they're going to tally up to four for January, so they can't sign any more players, because that's the, that's the rule. Um, I watched bits of this game. It was quite boring, in all fairness. I was just waiting yeah. for Jason Punchin to get on the pitch, because yeah. uh, I want to see how well he's, he's going to do with, with this uh, team anyway. And, um, yeah, I, I guess they deserved the victory. They were all over, by in all fairness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so kind of chances-wise, yeah, the Possession wise, I don't know. I don't know what Baralimni were doing with the ball. I think they had more possession when I looked at the stats at the end of this. So I don't, don't know. I don't know what they were doing with the ball because because there's barely there's barely any chances for them on this. Um, as well, you you were talking about we, we talked about uh, 
quite a bit about the Baralimni striker. What's his name? The Vucenovic. Vucenovic, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't play. It keeps for some reason. Sacha keeps going uh, up front with Rusha instead, and yeah, kind of Rusha does nothing for sixty-six minutes, and then mm. he, and then he brings Vucenovic on. But it, it's all well and good. But that guy should be starting games. Is from 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 what we've seen of him previously. Anyway, Mark, I just cut you two seconds. Did yeah. you see um, Vesco getting angry when they scored? Like your team has scored. Why are you getting angry? <laughs> Uh, he's always angry. He's, he's just an angry man. He was never man. like that on commentary. He was always wearing like, his flat cap. He was always happy. <laughs> he's, uh, well, yeah, but now, 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 now he's got a job that uh, that I guess that, that that I guess he's striving to keep, isn't he? Um, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, there's uh, Alofteses were all over Baralimni a lot more than in the cup match. Uh, so in the cup match that they played in midweek, but uh, Anorthosis ended up winning uh, in penalties. penalties. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, on, on, on my end of things, I'm just going to say, you know, he didn't play Waris. Waris is injured, and look, they scored a goal, and they won, and they won. I mean, as well, kind of, they made four signings, three of them strikers. Yeah, the San Guerrero as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Guerrero, Mraz, and Antonin are all, uh, are all strikers, and this Tejera as well. It looks, it looks, he looks a solid player. That, yeah. yeah, I mean, so kind of a lot of their chances as well were from um, uh, from set pieces. A lot of chances were from set there, pieces and, and the. And what the is that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, oh come on! Oh, I was waiting on. for that one after after you reacted. <laughs> I knew this one was coming. Oh. But yeah, it, it, it might it might be Tejera, maybe maybe for him to not shoot as well, like Semedo. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, there's not there's not a lot much to say really at this game. You know, Otis is end up winning one nil. Um, Game was devoid of a lot of a lot of you know uh, individual skill, a lot of endeavour from both teams, kind of working hard to win the ball and then kind of not doing much with it after they get it. So, for instance, there you probably your, your player should be either you should have made that pass a lot earlier or gone for gold here, and then he decided to to go to to set up. But anyway, Do you know what I I, I don't think. It's okay. I, I, it might be too soon for me to say this, but because obviously these players haven't um, gelled and they haven't played many games together. But given what we saw from Anorthosi against Paralimni, they look very, very uh, aggressive on the counter attack. They don't commit that many bodies forward, but they're, they're very quick on the counter. The only thing is, I will say again. They need to get that defence sorted because when Cisco Munoz took over, and I keep repeating myself, the first thing he said in the press conference was, we need to um, go back to basics, keep more clean sheets because we're conceding way too many goals. Okay, they didn't concede against Paralimni, but they got in behind them way too easy. And the thing is, and obviously actually look organised in terms of a back line itself. They had the four there, they, they were all in sync, but... It goes back to the ball watching and not tracking runners. So either you move together or 
you know, you stay static. And they did neither. Yeah. Yeah, I think when, when Cisco Munoz was in charge as well, I think we talked about it a lot, where they the players were just leaving they, they, they weren't they weren't getting in anybody's faces yeah. they weren't being aggressive enough whereas i think uh, the the new the current caretaker manager because he's not been officially announced as their new manager he's currently just a, a caretaker position is 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 made them a bit more aggressive but they're still kind of holding off a little bit they're not they're not yeah. they're not they're not going into it as much as uh, as much as they should be um it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, they're, they're on their third manager of the season. Whether or not he ends up being a permanent manager, as permanent as a manager can be in Cyprus, uh, <laughs> is is a bit up in the air as well. You know, there's there's rumours they're after, uh, they're looking at other people. Fans fans want to keep this guy on because he seems to be, he's, he knows the club because he's, he's come out from the, from managing the youth team. Is is kind of as you can see, he's a very angry man. So he's <laughs> is, is keeping the players on the toes. Um, but yeah, I guess wait and see. I guess wait and see. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a shame with Anorthos this week for, for us at least, entertainment wise. Because normally, you know, we 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 get the clown music out, as circus, there's all kinds of things happening. But yeah, this week has been fairly quiet. Uh, it has. You, you guys, sorry, you guys says what? Cisco Munoz is the manager. It's not the guy he that was, was at Watford. He was. He, was. he yeah, was. was. The guy that was at Watford, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he, he was not a nice guy. Okay, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> well, the, the, the story with Anorthosi this season, Kojo, is at the at the start of the season they brought in a new head coach, uh, Milanic, who spent some time at Leeds United, and they brought in a sporting director for the first time in God knows how long. And the coach was sacked after three, four months. And then Cisco Munoz came in. The sporting director was then sacked. So they had no sporting director. In the middle of all of this bullshit that was happening at, you know, at board level, whatever, because the, the chairman or the president fell out with... Because in Cyprus, they've got... It's difficult to explain. You've got the, the club president and then you've got what they call the Somadil, which is the association. Because with Cypriot teams, they don't just have football teams. They've got basketball, they've got volleyball, etc., etc. And they've got like an association that oversees everything. Well, the head guy of the association fell out with the chairman of the football club. But the guy that was head of the association used to be the president of the football club. And he's also a known politician as well. Right. So they were, they were back going back and forth. Obviously, results weren't great on the pitch. One of their players, Vada, who's no longer there, he was jumping in the crowd, arguing with fans. He was also going to nightclubs, chatting up birds, getting beaten up by football fans. Yeah, it's another story for another time. In the meantime, Munoz is having disastrous results. He came out after a game saying that they're in the shit and they really need to work hard and he was apologising to the fans. The next day he got sacked. Um, so they've been in limbo. Players have been released. Um, they were signing players, Spanish players that Munoz targeted. And then the day after the player joined, Munoz got sacked. So it's a big clusterfuck at the club at the moment. And it's no surprise they're languishing in the bottom half of the table. That being said, the now president 
has decided to take a step back until the end of the season and they've appointed someone else as a, as a temporary president. And he works for an investment company. He's like the CEO of an investment company based out in the Balkans, but he's Cypriot himself. And a lot of people seem to like him. And I think, I don't know if Thassa, Thassa will, uh, will agree with me, it just seems that maybe he's been brought in just to keep the fans happy because the ultras are now back. And the ultras have a lot to say and their opinions matter. And it's the it's same, same with most clubs in Cyprus. When the ultras are pissed off, there's problems. Um, well, I mean, the ultras can, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that that's where the Molotov cocktails came in when they were losing, when they were losing 2-0, for instance. They've been, they've been doing press statements directed at the chairman to be like, get the fuck out. What are you waiting for? Get out. Uh, the, the, and things like that. Um, I, th- I think at one, po- at one point, one of the press statements were like, they kind of wrote all this stuff, kind of. A, and then at the end, it was what was it? What was it? It was like, uh, we are even we are surprised with the amount of vitriol you're receiving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even we're surprised how pissed off you've made us and the <laughs> shit that we're giving you. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But to be fair, from what I understand, they're actually all right with the players. They actually feel sorry for yeah. the players. Yeah. That's the thing. They're not getting on the players' backs. It's it's the, the shit that's happening upstairs. But there you go. I'll, I'll use that phrase again. This is Cyprus. This yeah. is Cyprus. I mean, I mean, to add on to the this is Cyprusness of everything that's going on. So I did say our notices, there wasn't a lot that happened. Something did happen. So there was so some ultras after the cup game against Paralimni, where, again, they beat them on penalties. The day after, uh, they, they, or the night of the game, they went and vandalised the, the, the offices of the Paralimni team. Uh, so on, on they've kind of graffitied the place up. Uh, and some of the, you know, it's, it's general ultra-teenager shithead fair kind of <laughs> stuff. It's like, we can close you whenever you want. Fuck you. Uh, one, one which, which, one which is not funny for us, but kind of when you directly translate it, is a little bit funny. They wrote like "fele de xilo," which, <laughs> which if you if you directly translate it in, in English, is "Do you want wood?" <laughs> but, 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 but but what it means is like a wood to beat you with. So like, do you want beating up? But so so it's not. Do you want some of this? D is that? Do you want some of this? Yeah. So 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 the image is so there's there's. I'm guessing Stel will probably edit these images in, but um, <laughs> there's there's one photo which is like it says, for, so. Uh, so do you want wood? And then underneath it, question gay. <laughs> and then be careful. I'm not going to name the show like 2020 Vision anymore. I'm going to call it Do You Want Wood? <laughs> just, just, oh, God. Uh, I, 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god. Oh god, oh, I don't and, and that's, and that's, yeah. <laughs> All right, it's good to the next game. I can't do this. <laughs> oh man, this is wild. This is wild. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So Aris, big spending Aris beats Abolon in the derby, in the Limassol derby. Three goals to one, two goals by Loni Gogorin from Fiorentina and Stepinski. Gave yeah. Addis the victory. Uh, Abolon pulled on back through an own goal from Borison. He's had a mad two weeks, hasn't he? A red card last week and an own goal this week. But I think Abolon will be quite pissed off with the type of goals that they conceded. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm. They created quite a few decent opportunities. But the two goals they conceded, especially Gogorin's first. Oh, my God. Wow. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't even know where to begin with that, honestly. I really I mean, don't you want know. To see I mean, this goal was disallowed, but yeah. you need to see that goal. They're defending. Oh, Jesus <sighs> Christ. But yeah, I mean, to be fair to, to Aris, no one could call him boring. They will give no. you a show regardless. Yeah. Of, of, They've of got four fans, but attain all four of them in the best uh, way well, possible. Well, no, no, let's, no, 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 no. Because they actually sold two and a half thousand. Uh, tickets for this game sold like, or gave away? <laughs> no, 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 sold. Sold. They oh, did wow. like an announcement on Twitter that they sold two and a half thousand tickets for this game. So there, there's a, there, there's at least two and a half thousand fans. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, the just the um, yeah. Uh, so the first five ten minutes of this game, I mean, it was basically watching season two of, of Vardavision. You know, yes. uh, it was. It was just. It, it was just basically his game. He hit the post. Here, is, he, here, here it go, is. Here's the goal. Here's the goal. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know what? It was a hopeful punt up field. It was a hopeful punt up field from the left back. And you're thinking, oh, yeah. deal with it. Deal with it. I mean, don't let it bounce. They say never let it bounce. And what Jovanovic in goal was doing, I don't have a clue. Like. There is yeah. no excuse for this. Don't let it bounce. And when it does bounce, what is the keeper doing? I, I, <sighs> I, I keep trying to I keep trying to see if if the keeper shouts for it or not. Betty Ben's ducks. He ducks. But why? Why is why is the keeper? I don't. Why did he come there? Why? I don't. Why is he there? The keeper saw the bounce, panicked because he thought that his defender weren't going to get to it, and he just runs out. To be fair, oh. there is there is like a little push from Gogorin as well. I don't know if that got anything. Like if you mm. if you watch it back, there's there's like a little hand that goes on Payburn's back, but like I don't think it's enough to be like, oh, no. oh, he pushed me. No, no, but, no, no. But I'm yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, I mean the 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 the, the second goal is a nightmare defensively as well. For our body. Yeah, but to be honest, Stepinski's goal, which we're about to see, I think that's more bad luck than anything because of the, the amount of pinball that went on yeah. in the box. But to be fair, Bolon fought back, man. They were doing what they could. They, they, it was like the Alamo like against the uh, Anotasi. They were just pinging balls left, right and centre. But it just weren't happening for them. I just, just struck gold the other night, honestly. Mm, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. So yeah, Bileas again, hopeful. And then it Here just it bounces is. around. But the thing is, right, 
the players are rushing in, but he's still so. Um, uh, what's his name? Stepinski's got enough space, enough time and space there to kind of take his time finishing as well. You see him; he kind of stops, changes, changes his position to yeah. stroke it into the top bin. You know, is it's it's like so, yeah, the, the, the pinball happens, and then they all just oh, they, they, you know, for, split second, but it gives him enough time to be able to um, to be able to like he stops, changes it. There you go, top bin. Do you know? I'm not going to lie, right? I've got a bit of a fetish for things like this because. Ever since I can remember, I've loved the box nets, you know, like with the goal looks like a box with the, mm. the way the net is created. And then when he just fires it in the top corner, it's like it's so satisfying the way that that net ripples. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's a thing. Uh, maybe I'm just a weirdo. No, no, no. Fetish, it, it, I've got a was... net fetish. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it, here we go. Some more, some more great defending, but great yeah. setup. Great dummy from Kokorin, though. Is when he's on the pitch for Aris, then they're a different like uh, he's just they they go they they go up three gears. He's yeah. I think Bambi has to finish though. He has to finish yeah. that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just uh, the, the the intelligence that Kokorin has to kind of yeah. do what he does. There's not a lot of players in this in the separate leagues anyway that can do what he does. Borson, I mean, like when you see his reaction, uh, you can tell, like, he's, uh, I mean, all you can do is laugh. He's in the last two or three games, right? He's, uh, he's been sent off. He's, he's, he's <laughs> conceded two goals due to, due to his defensive errors, and then he scores his own goal. Yeah, and and they keep going back to his reaction, and he's and, he, and he's like he's like almost kind of like uh, kind of hysterical. <laughs> it's a great finish. Well, the thing is, is there much that he could have done about it? No, 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 exactly. No, you know. But yeah, you're, you're right. good. Good work from Sandy. Good work. Yeah, yeah. He, good work he, in all fairness. So, yeah, he's a very but... good player. <sighs> what do you think this means for yeah, Wallon? Because they've been Jekyll and Hyde, man. They really have been Jekyll and Hyde. I just... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure what to make of them still. I know they've, they've made a couple of signings in the past few days. But in terms of them for the rest of the season, it's still looking a little bit sticky. I know they're two points behind Omonia in fifth place. So it doesn't... It's not that bad, but then when you they're looking over their shoulders with Salamin on thirty-one points and Isle on twenty-eight, mm. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, their form kind of picked up a little bit, didn't it? And then yeah, uh, uh, you, you know they've had they've had a couple of results that haven't gone their way. Um, it's. These players, when uh, when when the motivation's down, you can you can see it. Yeah, see it. obviously, obviously they made signings. They made what they signed Warta, um, and he's there to kind of inject some magic into the team, which which he seems to be doing. He seems to be like you know, especially at the beginning of the game, he was he was everywhere for him. He was creating chances. He hit the bar. Uh, 
he he's, he's been he's been doing okay for them. But on um, uh, I don't know. I think I, I think kind of defensively they're a bit frail. You know, obviously, you know, pay pay Burns. Uh, uh, performance this week, kind of, uh. <laughs> uh, but, but Robert wasn't playing, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, it, it makes him a bit more solid. Um, yeah, I, I think it goes back. I think it goes back to they've got they've got quality players. They just don't. Sometimes they just don't seem to be doing it for them. You know, now you've got players like Girardi. You've got uh, Var, uh, kind of on the other side. Var, Var seems to uh, pick his performances up. Yeah. Um. They're not scoring enough goals. Again, we're talking about them relying on Bitta, and Bitta's a second striker. Yeah, he came off. Yeah. He came off with uh. Well, he came off with fifteen minutes ago. So um. Well. Yeah. The, the 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 worrying thing for them as well is that Jovanovic, the central defender, yeah. he's he's now out for six to eight months with an ACL tear. Was that done during the game then? Yeah, because I know he came off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was during the game. So he's I mean, uh, he's a big loss. He's going to be a big yeah. loss for him. But I guess that gives Athimada the chance to. To get back into the team because you know he's someone that we were saying weeks ago that like, where's where's he gone? What's happened to him? It was he's fallen out of favour so much. So perhaps this is his opportunity. But when you look mm. at Abolon's fixtures, they've got I'd say three winnable games out of four. They've got Olympia Goz, then Aboel, Garmio, Disa, and Agrida. Then it's Ayek and Ael. <laughs> so yeah, if the game happens, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, listen, the cup game happened at that stadium, albeit right. we saw a bit of a riot at half time. Yeah, half time entertainment, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, top six is looking a bit shaky for them. They really, if if they can, if they can get nine points from those 12 from those four games that you talked about then you know they'll be in the driving seat yes but they, they need results to go their way as well especially with the Omonia and uh, Aris I mean to be honest there's only five points behind Aris if you really think about it isn't isn't that that much? see the thing is I can't turn around and say with this league that people are running away with things because you know, from a okay, I'm using, I'm putting my Omonia sunglasses on again. You know, I want to put things into perspective. There's a lot, lot of football left to play, right? And we're three points behind Addis, who are on 37 points. Addis are only, was it seven points behind Buffer? You know, if results go Addis's way this weekend, they're back in the mix again. Mm -hmm. But then again, if results go against them, I mean, they could be sliding down the table. But this is how close this this league is. I mean, what? Let me bring up the table, Thasso, because I think we've yeah, well, covered I mean, we've done the we've from, done the matches, yeah, we've done the matches, yeah. So let's let's bring up the table, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. When you when you look at it and take things into perspective, right? You've got Ayek top on 47, Abuel second on 46, and then Buffer in third. So we can safely say that those three teams are are the main contenders for the title, yeah. 
But then places four, five, and six is looking very tasty. You've got Ayala on 28 points in eighth, and they're only four points behind Abolon, and they still need to play each other. You know, by the time that game rolls around, the, the table look could, could the table could look completely different for you know those teams around that area. Now Salamina obviously beat Omonia. You know, their goal difference isn't great, but you know, another win and a loss for Abolon or a draw for Abolon against Olympiagos. And again, so I must admit, man, I'm I'm very excited with this league campaign. All right, the bottom four teams, we know they're going to be fighting for survival. But even still, it's close. It's fucking close, man. Yeah, no, completely, completely agree. You know, uh, it's... The, the league is kind of splitting off into, like, three areas of, of interest, isn't it? I mean, you've got, you've got the top three split by three points. Then you've got from four to eighth, you've got nine points between them. Yeah. And kind of the, I mean, you know, I mean, look at look at the draw, the amount of draws that Aries have had, you know, because de- defeat wise, they've got the same number of defeats as I. Yeah. Uh, but those draws have kind of derailed their season a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's, it, they've they've lost five matches less than Armonia. And yeah. yet they're only three points ahead and only two goals better off from a conceded thing. I mean, the goal difference of five goals ahead, but that could change, you know, yep. in, in one game, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's really, uh, it's, it's really going to be tight. Um, I'll, I think it'd be, it'd be an outside chance, but, you know, if they, if they, if they keep up, if, if they keep up with the defending as they have done, over the course of the season so far, then you know you can't discount them. Uh, I think I, I think it's a bit too late for Anorthosis. They're ten points behind six, uh, sixth place. Uh, they've got six games left. Uh, you could argue, you know, you, until it's mathematically impossible, you should you should be driving you should be striving for a team of an office well, they, they need to win every game though that's the, the thing game. yeah exactly. they need to win. that's that's 18 points to play for and i don't know being 10 points behind look stranger things have happened yeah um but looking at you know the, the rest the teams above there's no doubt that you know omonia aris buffo abuel Ayek, even abolon will kick on um so, yeah, I think that they're resigned to a, a Group B. But what I will say, and I'm sure you, you may have seen it on when I know Chofta said the other day, it wouldn't surprise me if Anorthosi could actually go on to win the Cup. Because yeah. similarly to Omonia last season, you know, we had Group B to focus on. We weren't going to go down. Anorthosi ain't going to go down. You know, this isn't me doing the reverse psychology or reverse bark, but they ain't going to go down. So what's to say they don't put all their emphasis on the cup? Do you know what yeah, I mean? I Anything guess, can happen yeah. in, in this in this competition. So yeah, it's just that you know when you're you have to get to penalties against Baralimi, it's it's difficult. Yeah, true, true. But you know, away goals count in this in this cup competition. You know, all it takes yeah. is a, a few away draws, score draws, and a clean sheet at home, sharp shop, and. You know, yeah, in the does, final. It go to, does it go to two legs now? Yeah, yeah it's two legs. The quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Maybe, maybe they go for it. Be interesting to you see. Know, they, they might get a favourable draw. You know, who's left in the competition? Dogsa, Olympia Goz? You know, no disrespect to them, but if I'm obviously get drawn against them, I'm sure they'll feel they can get past them. And then you're in the quarter in the semi-finals. Yeah. Semi-finals. Yeah. 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 Quarters yeah. now. Quarters, yeah. So as we saw with Omonia yeah. last season, two draws against Ayel, you're in through to the next round. So yeah. uh, again, I'm not ruling anything out because they won the cup three, what, two seasons ago when they had the pretty Average league campaign. Well, you, you see, pretty average. They still, they still get, they still got into the top six. So... True, true. But you'd expect them to challenge. Yeah, yeah. I'm just anyway. trying to find. I'm just trying to find the teams that got through in the cup. Uh, but uh, it doesn't look like. Yeah, I'm gonna have. To, it's gonna take too long for me to find. Yeah. Uh, no. So there's a couple more things to bring up. Um, so Apollon, yeah, they signed uh, Godswe Donio and Edsas Hussein. Uh, Spilevsky confirmed uh, that Aris is trying to sign Gogorian on a on a permanent deal during, during, wow. the last term, term, yeah, during the last press conference. And just to, just to end things on a on one of these one of these great notes that I like to end things on, um, Apollon were fined. Again, kind of everybody got fined and all these. <laughs> Abolon were fined because fans without tickets assaulted a steward and entered the stadium. Oh, for crying out loud. Why do they do this to themselves? Only Why? a fine. Like they assaulted somebody, got through a locked door and got into the stadium without tickets and all they got was a fine. Again, I go back. I go back to that image of uh, the Last Supper of uh, you know the head of the police, the Cyprus FA, and representatives of the co- uh, clubs all sat around, sat, sat along one end of the one table, being like sharing the bread and the wine and all that bollocks. Yeah, yeah. It's, Drink this for it, for it is my piss. I pour it all <laughs> over you because I don't give a shit about what you think. You know, it's 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 unbelievable. Oh, amazing. It's unbelievable. Oh, amazing. It's it's really it's unbelievable. Like that, that somebody got assaulted, and there's a fine. Hey, listen. You know, we see it from like a, a highly neutral perspective in the sense that if this happened anywhere else in the world, you know, there would be ramifications. But we know this is Cyprus. <laughs> this is Mappa. So we're surprised because... No, I'm, it's not. It's not. It's not surprise. It's, you know... We're talking about this, this, this league being a competitive league, being, you know, there's all these players, really good players that are there. We're trying to be like, you know, you know people need to pay attention to this league. So we need to hold it to a higher standard. Yeah. So stop fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, 
Thank you for tuning in. Kojo had to quickly jump off, uh, but thank you for Kojo for jumping on. Um, I'm pretty sure we've opened his eyes <laughs> even more to Cypriot football because all the stories I told him in the past have just kind of like flown over his head, but now he's seen it with his own eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, it's, it's an educational podcast, um, I, I'd like to say. We're kind of like the discovery, the discovery channel of Cypriot football. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Thaso, for your time. Thank you. And we'll Thank be back next week with, I'm sure, more shenanigans because it's, it's non-stop, isn't it? It's non-stop. This is my pa. This is my pa. Let's go.